0: Tonight, we're going to break down some of the things that happened in the NFL this week. We got some big topics to cover, lots of beer to drink, lots of excitement on this episode, and it starts right now. He has sawed on the top of his head. It's Barely Trust. Scott, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing great, man. Another fun week of football, and we are exactly one week away from opening night for the NHL. If anybody's a hockey fan out there, you know, beer and hockey kind of go one and one So maybe we got some hockey fans listening. I'm good, though. I'm great.
0: And uh, my other co-host currently on my left. So sick of watching Mac Jones. It's actually made him sick. It's Kerry Dempsey.
2: <laughs> hey, at least finally it seems like the New England fan base is finally behind their true leader, really Carey. Mac Jones is not the guy. It was a rough week. <laughs> the tank That's is tough. on. In a little cold tonight. What's going on? I, I'm a little sick, but you know what? Gotta show up for the podcast. Gotta gotta represent Beerly football. Mac Jones, even a sick, dying me, I'm still gonna slander you every week, buddy.
1: (laughs) You you really think it's from the smoke from Canada? Is that a little conspiracy we could get going?
2: It is kind of weird. I live in you know conspiracies. I live in Southwest Florida, and somehow the fire from Canada is showing up down here. It's a little in your
1: lungs. Mm. Yeah, Mm. messing up your throat.
0: Interesting. I'm going to take this off for now, but we'll get back to conspiracies later. Uh, guys, Beer Podcast, what are we drinking?
1: Zach, you gave us a little <laughs> last week. I already know what you're drinking, but uh, I guess I'll go first. I'm having a Michelob Amberbach, a dark That's lager. Bad.
0: That's
2: not bad. Those are good.
1: Michelob. I've never had one before. This is my first one. It's, it's really good to treat. Shout out to Michelob.
2: They're really not dark tasting either, like... It's pretty light for a.
0: It's a it's a mild beer. It, it's pretty yeah, good. Yeah,
2: it's like a it's like a medium. Yeah. Good though. I like it. It was a lot better than I thought it was. Well, like. I love it. Wow, good for you. Proud good of you. For me. Great for me. Um, I guess I'll go next. Uh this is a familiar one. I still have a decent amount of these left in my fridge. I got a You're My Boy Blue, blue Blueberry Wheat Ale. I'm so good blue. At these I love these. Carey, are you drinking balls. these? Uh, Like, any other night
1: besides Tuesday night? It's been like three weeks now.
2: (laughs) Not really. Really? I only, if I'm ever drinking outside of the podcast here, it's the Modellos. And Arnold Palmer's. Yeah, my new thing is Arnold Palmer's. I was like, why drink Twisted Teas anymore when I could just go get an Arnold Palmer? And then I don't have to pee every five minutes, and it's $3 for a giant tub. And I could... Drink them
0: all day long. There you go. Wow. And Arnold Palmer, a uh, very famous professional golfer. Shout out to the Beerly Out of Bounds podcast if, you, if you're into golf. Um, I'm having a, an Oktoberfest because we're in October now, boys. We're in October. That's so good, and I love Oktoberfest. I'm just going to give you guys something here. This Oktoberfest is lukewarm, and I Ooh. love it.
2: To be honest, I've never tried one. And I saw them at Target the other, uh, last time I was there. I was like, I need to you get one of get these. one,
1: dude. Before the got month's so good. Zach, don't tell me it's lukewarm by choice.
0: <laughs> no, it's not. I didn't put it in the fridge early yeah. enough. Okay. <laughs> before
2: the podcast,
0: it's only
1: been
0: in there for about 30 minutes before I got it. So
2: so I've never had one before. How would you explain an Oktoberfest beer to someone that's never had it before? I
1: think fall? beer it's like biting into a pumpkin but it's really an apple and all your family's around and they love you interesting
0: that'd be the first time carrie's ever experienced that (laughs) yeah (laughs) all righty so so, yeah
2: you definitely gotta try one
0: so we're gonna go ahead and talk some college football uh one of the members of this podcast had a tough week uh trevor do you want to talk about it at all
1: As a man, like I've just I've grown to like choose my battles as I've gotten older, whether that's work, school, romance, arguments, friendships. And I just know what this is, this University of Florida Gators season. I've been through this before. I don't like the coach. I don't like the quarterback. And I don't think I'm gonna let it stress me out every week. I turned the game off in the middle of the second quarter and I enjoyed my Saturday. <laughs> That's I don't. Fair. I don't think I want to watch the Gators play anymore. I'm going to watch the uh, the world's largest cocktail battle up there in Jacksonville the last week of octo last weekend of October. But besides that, I'm not going to let this team stress me out. I know what Graham Mertz is, and it's just a little system guy that's going to dink and dunk. They don't get the running game going enough. I just I don't want to talk about this team anymore. I like Jaden McDaniels. Um, I'm just I'm just watching college football right now. Okay. I don't want to talk about the Gators, man. Okay. I'm so sick of them.
0: Uh, so you sent me a Snapchat after the Gators' loss uh, about how you were switching teams to uh, the Bayou Bengals. How'd they do this weekend?
1: I was That's drunk this game. entire weekend. So anything I said to anyone this weekend, <laughs> don't take it to heart, all right? No matter what I said, no matter who you are, unless you're my mom and I told you i love you.
2: But... Their That's offense a fun was game. great. That was
1: a fun game.
0: That it was, was an awesome game. That was a
2: fun game. They have that school it is crazy with this receivers. There are so many good receivers on that team. Brian Thomas, neighbors. Josh
1: neighbors. Yeah. yeah.
2: That is a fun team to watch. Their offense is good.
1: Yeah.
2: And I haven't really like. I don't like Jackson Dart that much, but he, he played really well in that game. Yeah. What about what about that other big game last week? it's all the talk of the country. USC versus Colorado. It was closer than we all thought it was going to be. Uh,
1: Dude, that first half was like exactly what I thought it was going to be. And then maybe like one or two drives after halftime, I had to leave and go to work. And I must have been the bad luck charm for Colorado because they turned it up right when I stopped yeah. watching. I can't believe it was a seven-point game. Caleb Williams had six touchdowns the time I left. I thought he was going to go for ten. But...
2: Trevor actually bet me that he bet me dinner that Shadour Sanders was going to go under free uh, 114 passing yards. Sanders came through. Yeah, he it. And that Carrying freshman, that freshman, I forget his name was Miller or something. He had an insane second half for Colorado. Yeah, he, he finished did. With about 200 yards. He looked. Yeah. I mean,
0: he looked really good.
2: They obviously this year they're not ready for the big time, but you know if Sanders comes back next year, yes. Yeah. He'd be a fun team to watch next year and could, you know, make a run next year. But their best player,
1: Travis Hunter, didn't play. So, like, they only lost by seven. I don't know. I don't think he would have made a difference, that big of a difference in the Oregon game. But a game like this, having your wide receiver one and your cornerback one.
2: And that USC defense just isn't that good. Yeah. No, they're going to suck when Caleb's gone. Yeah, Uh, but – we did this last week to wrap up college football. Um, we just did one pick'em game just for fun. Um, the big game of next week we got Oklahoma at Texas. We got. Uh,
1: I think Oklahoma is really good, but I think Texas just like is more just more powerful. They got a little bit better players all all the way around. Their stars are better than Oklahoma stars. It's in Texas too, right? Yep. But it's a rivalry game, so it could go either way. But I'm going to be safe, and I'm going to take the Longhorns. Horns up.
0: Horns down. Give me the Sooners.
1: Boomer Sooner.
2: Yeah. I think Texas is that. I think – What I would – This reminds me, honestly, what
1: I would do to watch this game, but, like – 2008 or 2009, Colt McCoy <laughs> versus Sam Bradford. Ah.
2: Hey, Dylan Gabriel and Quinn Ewers are not To be a either. child again, man. All right. On to pick them. How did we do last week, Trevor?
1: All right. Well, we had the Bucks at the Saints, the Fins and the Bills, and the Patriots and the Cowboys. We all went two for three. That's right. I picked the Saints to be the Bucks, which did not happen. And you guys picked the Dolphins to be the Bills, which did not happen. But
2: unfortunately, the Cowboys. Unfortunately, I'm a trustworthy person. I went one for three.
0: What, which one I,
2: remember? I changed in our group chat. I said, if Derek Carr plays, I will take the Saints. If Winston plays, I'll take the Bucks. So oh, okay. I the well, I
1: took the Bucks on the show. But okay, damn, that sucks, Gary.
2: One for three, unfortunately.
1: I think I'm nine mm-hmm. for twelve on the season now.
2: You're doing pretty good.
0: I am now. I'm still two back yeah. from Trevor, but I've taken. I'm not in the bottom anymore. I just took the lead I'm on Carry. Back.
2: You get a lot of football to play, boys. A
0: lot of football to play. So it
2: nine seven six.
0: Yep, nine
2: Look seven at. six. Okay. Who won it? Who did I win last year? Zach did.
1: Zach did.
0: Damage, I think baby. me and
1: you made it really close at the end of yeah, the season. Yeah, <laughs> I, like, I, I started choking
0: like, my lead real bad.
1: Yeah, I think I came back from like ten games or something and almost. Yeah, that's
2: I remember that. All right, Trevor, did we have any uh, TikTok winners this, this week? Or did you even post uh, it?
1: again? I forgot to post it, but dude, I promise I got it this week. If, I do will you want me to it do it? Give me
0: the give me the TikTok account. I'll dude, I'll literally TikTok give you the login. I'll send
1: you the picture uh i gotta get. we got we all gotta get on the tiktok it could be anything just drinking beers yeah so
0: you just have to post the tiktok account in the group chat
1: that's all you have to do i'll literally tell you the password on the do not do that
2: yeah (laughs) anybody wants to log in
1: (laughs) well we got some fun games uh this week
2: coming up I I, i do my job so i actually have winners i'm like you oh
1: you're right you're right go ahead
2: um, once again, a very low week for winners, um, but thanks for playing along with us. Every Friday, we'll post these on Twitter and Instagram, hopefully TikTok. Get all three right, we'll shout you out on the podcast. Um, this week, we had 15 total winners. Um, we had our first Instagram winner in a while, just one this week. So, at Cardinals Hotline, follow them for Arizona Cardinals News. Check them out on Instagram, so congrats to them. And our Twitter winners this week, um, good job, all of you, and... Good luck this year. We got at LAX Dads, 611-34860, retired LE. At D23 Travis, sports nerd from the down under. At RBATSOC, 49, lifelong Democrat. At The Gun Show, 55, a two-time winner. At Tyler, underscore Ludwig, Bills Mafia member. At Rodriguez, Habla, underscore Puerto Rican Bills fan. At JS, Sherrits, Jim, an independent thinker. At Chucky, 9, 9192, proud father and traveler. At Rainmaker512, Sports Nut, who loves to wager. At MPD, CFO, Husband, Dad, of Browns fans. At SF Dog, Boy, FTTB, Kuminga enthusiasts. I didn't know there were Kuminga enthusiasts out there. Oh, definitely. At John D. Hicks, 1974, Peace, Love, and Tacos. At Bang Bills, Bill's Mafia member. And at Dub underscore lover. He's here for sports and laugh. Uh, congrats to all of you again. Follow us on Twitter at Beerly Football or on Instagram at Beerly Football. You play along with us.
0: All right, I'm gonna go and... ahead and apologize for Trevor's camera's technical issues. We were trying to fix it earlier, but it's fine. People can deal with it.
1: Well, if you if it's still cu- if it's not cutting up right now, I'm doing the John Wall. So
0: it's cutting up. You could still get the idea you're doing the John Wall though. <laughs> okay. It doesn't show well, the uh... turn, Trevor. It doesn't show the turn. You just you're here, and then you're here.
2: <laughs> it's like a frame, my frame, John Wall. <laughs> Shout okay. out to John Wall. Already Zane,
0: uh, Zane. Golly. Same guy. All right, Trevor. Same what same what are the pick em games this week? We'll start with the first one.
1: So an AFC South matchup, but I'm not talking the Jags. We got the Titans traveling to Indy to take on the Colts. Two very interesting teams going at it this, this game. This is a
2: fun one.
0: It's a fun one, I guess. Um...
2: Who's going to be ahead of the AFC South this week? I'm going to take the Titans,
1: sadly. Sadly. I love you, AR, but I'm going to take the Titans.
2: I'm I'm going to go with the Titans, too. You know, Titans have been Jekyll and Hyde this year, but Colts haven't won a game at home so far, and they're not really – I don't know. Still, I still trust Taylor back this week. Yeah, but will he actually play? Who knows?
0: I'm going to go – God.
2: I'm not gonna put a
1: conditional on that, but I'm
0: gonna go with the Colts. Okay, there. I I I hate both of these teams, not just because they're (laughs) AFC South teams. I just don't like them. They just they just they don't excite me. Like Derrick Henry, huh? Texans,
2: Texans, honestly, right now
0: they have the most exciting team.
2: Well, the Texans are going
0: on the road. I'm, I'm a Jack got the Jags jersey on. But the Texans are the most exciting team in the AFC South right now. I don't think they're the best team, but I think they're the most
1: exciting. I and they me. are going on the road to take on Zach's Atlanta Falcons. And that's our game two for Pickham. Texans at Falcons. This is a tough one. <laughs> See, there's no easy games for Pickham. Like, even the teams that are supposed to suck like are, are good.
0: I'm going to go... I don't want to
1: pick this game first. I don't know. i want to see where I'm you guys going
0: to I'm going to go give me Atlanta and a Desmond Ritter bounce back game.
2: I'm going Texans. I think this could be the end of the Ritter and Heinke season coming soon. I love okay. CJ Stroud so far. I think he's going to play well against Atlanta. By the way, who called that? Um, he should have
0: been the number one pick. Zach Stradamus. Zach Shradamus. Wow.
1: And our last game of Pick'Em, I have a feeling we all might take the same team here. But we got the game of the week, probably. The Cowboys heading to San Fran to take on the Niners. Who are you guys taking in that game? That's a good game.
2: It's a good game. But I don't Brock even know Purdy. if I said
1: for last game, but I'm taking the Falcons.
2: Brock Purdy is yet to lose in a regular season game. So, got to go with the record right now. I'm taking Brock over, the, over Dak and the boys
0: okay trevor
1: as much as i hate to do it and trust me i hate to do it i'm taking the niners as well just at home i would take the home team whoever was at home in this game i would take them
0: honestly you know what i'm taking dak prescott to throw two interceptions and lose this (laughs) game on the final drive all right give me san francisco
1: this is what we had last week. We had our first two games we were all mixed up on, and then we all three took the Cowboys in the last game. But now we're going against the Cowboys in the last game. So to recap, Titans at Colts. Zach is going with the Colts. Me and Kerry going to the Titans. Texans Go at Falcons. Go the shoe, Falcons.
2: baby. The shoe. shoe.
1: Texans at the Falcons. Kerry's taking the Texans. Me and Zach are going with the Falcons. And then a clean sweep, the Niners at home, against the Cowboys. Make sure to play along with us on Twitter, at Football. And on TikTok, I promise. And if I don't promise, then Zach has got us at Beerly Sports. So, uh, <laughs> good luck, everybody. Hopefully, more than fourteen winners next week. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Let's uh, let's go ahead and head into uh, the games that we saw this past weekend. Uh, go ahead and start a soft drive. What was the first game we saw Thursday night?
1: Uh, let's talk some ball, man. Thursday night football. We had the Lions. Go to Green Bay, to Lambeau Field, which was blue. We could talk about the score. We could talk about the gameplay. But there was a lot of blue shirts, a lot of blue jerseys, a lot of blue tank tops, a lot of blue ski masks. And that was all over Twitter. The Packers even let out a statement the day after the game, an official statement talking about, oh, we can't control the resales, whatever, but we would like it if fans would resell to Packer fans. But, yeah, the Lions let them have it, 34-20, to 20, and uh, – Jordan Love really didn't look all that impressive. What do you guys think of that game? Um, I don't. Know.
0: I've never been the. I've never been a Love guy. Just not. He's never even, been a Love guy. Never Damn. been a Love He's
2: guy. Never, never experienced Love.
0: Never been a Love guy. Uh, <laughs> I'd never thought that he was going to be like a replacement for Rogers, uh, in anywhere to the same degree. Um, he, at best is Brock Purdy, and at worst is Zach Wilson.
1: He had way more success than he did in the second half than the first. A lot of that coming in like a quote-unquote garbage time. Yeah. But the real like uh, difference here was the, the rushing game. 211 yards on the ground for Detroit against 27 for the Packers. My dad goes to sleep every night at 9 o'clock. He texted me at midnight asking if I wanted Aaron Jones for my worst player.
2: <laughs> but um <laughs> the thing is do you know do you know why these wide the lines are so good and why other teams like eagles are it's because they invested in that o-line and it's why we saw the giants get absolutely shell-shocked last night mm-hmm. a good o-line in the nfl might make a bigger difference in the league quarterback well, i mean How- yeah, I,
0: it's listen man it's madden rules if you get a good o-line a good d-line
2: that's hard to beat.
0: Rest of the rest of the team doesn't really matter.
2: <laughs> I think you I remember put, you, could put,
0: uh, you could put You uh, could put Drew Locke back there and throw for 6,000 yards.
2: Who no drew Locke's lander? I'm I just saying say, he's not a
0: top quarterback, and he could throw for 6,000
2: yards. I do want to say, as a fantasy player, I, I don't like how they don't use Jameer Gibbs. But I think... To win games, the combo of Montgomery and Gibbs works very well as Gibbs is a change of pace back and Montgomery is the goal line back. Yeah. While it may piss people off fantasy wise, I think it's a better decision. Hey, district.
0: if it, it, listen, what matters is winning games in the NFL.
2: Also, and I mean, also, yeah, it sucks like, for
0: fantasy guys, but I told you not to draft Jameer Gibbs. So, that's
2: also, what Jordan know. Love, Jordan Love, yes, he's eight touchdowns to three interceptions. And yes, obviously, Watson's miss every game until last week, and he doesn't have a great core. He is last in the NFL in completion percentage at 56.1%. Yeah, 1%. he's not
0: very good.
1: Just uh, right. going back to the running back situation, though, I I don't know why I think this, but I think just being a rookie, they're kind of saving his legs, like saving his stamina, like catching up to being an NFL back. And I think he'll be premiered a lot more in the later on in the season, but we'll see. I mean, it's a possibility. We'll see. Yeah. I expect a lot more gives in the second half of this season, but we'll see. Does any, anybody else want to add anything onto that game? Or do you guys want to head over across the pond?
0: Let's head across the pond, mate. The Let's Jag head across team. the pond, mate.
1: Head over there, eat a W, and they're still there. They're enjoying the city all week. They got a game against the Bills. But <laughs> before they did that, they dominated the Atlanta Falcons and Desmond Ritter. 9:30 AM game. You had to have a very early beer to watch this game, but this was one that never really was close. Zach, Whether you a
2: to... story or real life, Zach, I want to say a win's a win, and obviously Jack's Jags played well. But I feel like that should have been a bigger win. To... I feel like they could have won that game for 47. sure.
0: For sure, I. Uh, there was obviously a win's a win, like you said. Um, the defense. Looked a lot better than it had the past couple weeks. Mm. Obviously,
2: defense good.
0: Obviously, the Atlanta Falcons I don't think is as good as the last two offenses that we faced. Um, but I think that the Atlanta Falcons defense is as good or, or better than the last two defenses that we faced. So, you know, saw the offense clicking a little bit more. Still not a huge fan of the play calling. Obviously, uh, not having Zay Jones there it limits our ability to stretch the field vertically. A little bit um and and when you have a quarterback like trevor Lawrence who's currently leading the nfl in big time throws down the field um it, you you'd want to be able to utilize that uh so it's i mean missing him as a weapon when the offense was actually clicking kind of stunk uh but we do get cam robinson back um shoring up a, that left tackle spot um Probably moving Walker a little into guard is what the rumor is. So, I, I mean, a win's a win. I, I wish it would. It was by 50, but, uh, you know, I'll take a W.
1: I can give you guys a Jags by 50 if that's please what you don't. want, Zach. Please don't. <laughs> I, I like, can, uh, if that's what you really
2: want, I, I, could,
0: I could hook you up with don't. that. Please don't.
2: I, th- I think, as we saw again, Desmond Ryder is not – He's the worst quarterback in the starting quarterback in the NFL, in my opinion – Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, we're both below him, both completely outplayed him this past week. This is a good Falcon team. They have a good defense. This running game is great, a good line. They have good weapons. This team needs a better quarterback. If they had a better quarterback, this team could be a you know decent contender in the NFC maybe. But Desmond Erder is not the guy. Maybe he could be one day, but at least right now, this team is better off of Taylor Heineke, QB1.
1: That was one thing I wanted to say about this game. Um, I wanted to say one thing about the Falcons, one thing about the Jags. But about the Falcons, if – I mean, obviously Desmond Ritter, you know, he's still very young. He was a fourth-round pick. He's not – you know, nobody thinks he's going to pick up the world, put him on his shoulders. But (laughs) after – it keep – like, we saw some rust here and there the first, like, two, two two-and-a-half weeks. But if it looks like what it looks like for the second half of week three – and then this week, which was in London, for a couple more weeks, we'll definitely see Taylor Heineke two, three weeks from now, if it keeps looking from that. Because I know they're, Falcons fans are fed up. All the money they spent in the offseason, all the hype, the draft, they're kind and of fed a, up with what they've seen in a, the past six quarters from Desmond And Arnery.
2: it's a winnable division right now, too. That's yeah, the
0: thing. Absolutely. absolutely. Oh,
1: respect the Bucks, baby.
0: Well, I mean, yeah. I think the, the big mistake I've seen the last two weeks the Falcons make is – You know, they're not leaning on the run game hard enough. They're just not. They kind of did.
2: They did in the second half, and that's what got them back in it. A little bit, at least.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, like, Desmond Ritter shouldn't be throwing 31 passes a game. He should never click 30 passes a game. With the way that offensive line is playing in the run blocking, he should never be throwing 31 passes a game.
1: I mean, I think that's the awesome thing. Bajon is, like, top five in yards per attempt.
2: Oh, so yeah, he,
0: he had 7.5 against the Jags last week. Yeah,
2: Seven and, and a half yards of carry. And meanwhile, Ritter almost threw three interceptions in like five passes. If the one get Jags guy had not drop that third one. I yeah. think he got a little Sam Darnold. I think
1: he got a little spooked. Maybe it was the he English play better better over
2: there. He played better know. in the second half, though, so we'll give him that. Listen,
0: but. the real Josh Allen was on the field, okay? He was put, applying pressure
2: exactly All right, All right. let, let All right. me ask you this I this was
1: my one question about the Jags yeah it seems like since about week 16 17 and the playoff game and then the games that they've won this year I just want to know if you agree or disagree with this mm-hmm. it seems like lately when the Jags win games it's I'm more impressed with or I think it's because of their defense
0: Um. In the offense. Um I I'll agree with that to an extent. I mean this I mean last season they had Marvin Jones Jr., Zay Jones, Christian Kirk, and Evan Ingram. And Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram, and Zay Jones all had pretty good seasons. Um uh, you add a guy like Calvin Ridley who looked really good in game one and since then, has I mean, he's dropped a lot of passes. I'll just put a point blank. He's dropped a lot of passes. Um, so yeah, I mean, obviously, offense has been lackluster. Also, switched play calling duties over from Doug Peterson to that moron upstairs. But um, I mean, uh, the the defense. I really like the Jags defense. I. I you know, I mean, I made a big stink about Trayvon Walker, which blew up on Twitter.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> last week. But I think Trayvon, I mean, he played. He had, he has a good game, but he's not a pass rushing threat for the Jags. He's just not. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I I think the defense is good. You got a lot of young talent uh, on this in the secondary and in the front seven. So I, I feel pretty good about the Jags defense. It's just about if we can get that offense clicking, and if the play calling will improve, we can stretch the field a little bit more, especially with uh, with a, a what should be a better line with Cam Robinson back.
2: Right, right. Let's, okay. let's head back. To, let's head back to the U.S. Let, let's let's do a game that I feel like we won't talk about too much. What do uh, you guys? Any, any uh, thoughts is- on the Vikings and Panthers?
0: Um.
2: Shout-out to,
0: yeah, shout to the Vikings for getting their first win. Yeah, shout-out <laughs> to the
2: Vikings for getting their first win. That's always what happens. The one game Kirk sucks, they win.
0: Yeah, that's but so all games- crazy. Isn't it? Like, his it's team can't hilarious. play good for him when he's playing well. It's also well. the
2: Panthers, bro. It's so funny. It's so bad. Are we, are we still worried about Bryce Young, or is it still, you know, way too early?
0: It's still too early.
1: I actually heard um, – I don't know if you guys just want to give me, like, one person real quick who might be halfway available, um, but I heard that they're in the market and they're aggressively shopping for a wide receiver one and not just any wide receiver one, like a bona fide, you know, top-of-the-top-tier wide receiver one for Bryce Young. And they're Who's willing be- to
2: give up a lot for it. Who's going to be available? Like, Devontae's not going to want to go play there. No. Yeah.
1: know. It's a trade
2: situation, but... Judy's yeah.
0: barely a wide receiver one. I know,
2: like they could get guys like that, but I don't think they're going to get a Justin Jefferson there. I actually do think they could get Jerry Judy.
1: I I kind of like that there. Yeah, fresh but start for I, He's
0: barely a barely a wide receiver one. I mean, and the problem with that they, offense isn't the wide receiver core. The problem with that offense is that well? they can't protect Bryce Young, and Bryce Young can't and, see over the line.
2: And they have no running game either. Miles Sanders yeah, right. has not been the guy they thought he was, and Dante Freeman is better than he was. By the way, shout but out
0: to Kerry. He was right on that. He's right on Miles well,
2: Sanders. Rare win. But rare. honestly, this seems 0-4. I don't think they're gonna win many games. Maybe they have a shot at Marvin Harrison or your neighbors in a later later in the draft. Ooh. But Ooh. the Panthers. Panthers. Their pick
1: belongs to the Chicago Bears. The Bears have the top oh, topic right now. Yeah.
2: That's right. Never mind. Panthers, you suck. You're done.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's why they're trying to go all in on this trade, and they said they will give up a lot because they know they're looking bad and they don't have that first-round draft pick.
2: All right, what what do you got next, Trevor?
1: Yeah, let's not talk about the Panthers too much. This next game was a tale of two halves. It looked real bad in the first half, and the Colts almost came back to win it. The Rams over the Colts in overtime. This was a fun game to watch and a really the tail of two halves for Anthony Richardson. Yeah. Looked really bad throwing the ball in the first half. Got some rushing yards, was able to get in the end zone in the second half. But the, the second half was just much better. Just not enough to win it. And they're they're honestly playing a lot better than I think anyone expected them to. They Definitely. two and two right now could be three and one. But I don't know, the Colts Pretty have good. been a fun team to watch.
0: Yeah. I think mm-hmm. Anthony Richardson has exceeded my expectations for him. Again, I'm, and we kind of saw it in this the first half of this game, waiting for a team to kind of scheme and figure him out, and it looks like that's what the Rams did in the first half. Um, and then maybe they took their foot off the gas a little early and allowed that team back into it. But
1: he was missing a lot of throws too. But like I mean, you could tell the arm was there, the zip was there on the ball. It's Just a matter of accuracy, which is why. I don't want to jump to any conclusions, but I don't want to be dramatic. I just want to say that uh, uh, I'm pretty sure. I'm actually very sure that uh, every time I watch Anthony Richardson play, that I'm watching a, a future MVP. So AR is doing it for me. <laughs> that second half did it for me, man. He cleaned up a little bit. He's. I mean, g- I, give the brother a break. I mean, he's out here throwing oh, every- alley and
2: everybody Ali knew, and he knew years. Come
1: on. Andrew Ogletree was the leading receiver. Come on, but he, on he was missing throws. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be out here lying. He was
2: missing but, throws. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody expected him him to be perfect year one. He was always gonna be a project. He's
0: yeah. He's always gonna be a project. It was gonna take two or three years for him to reach his potential. Maybe
2: but so. for a project guy, he's I, playing he's
0: well. Just, yeah, he's playing much better than I expected. But I mean, we're talking way down the road before I think he can become elite, and that depends on how much work he puts in.
2: I don't think anybody thought
1: in the group chat today where he has the second best, uh, I think, rating or quarterback rating or something when it's in single coverage. It's him and C.J. Stroud, which is I don't think anybody could have guessed that, you know, heading into the season.
2: I don't think anybody would have thought those guys would
1: be the bottom two.
2: Nobody thought how far apart Richardson and Stroud would be from Bryce Young. Yeah. That is not even close between. Mm-hmm.
1: Karen, all right, what was the, what? Uh, Just to flip to the other team real fast, this is all I really have to say about the Rams. Um, you just traded in uh, one of our fantasy leagues, you traded nine receptions, 163 yards, and a touchdown. Puka Nakua for Josh Jacobs, who also had a solid day. But I'm not so sure that Puka is even going to slow down when Cup comes back. I mean Stafford is comfortable producing. I mean obviously. Well, the, the, so here's
0: my thing. Here's, my thing. here's my thing. Here's my here's my thing. Obviously, obviously right now Puka is the number one guy, and the number uh-huh. two guy right now is Tutu Atwell, right? Uh-huh. In terms of comfortability, they run the routes the way, and he's comfortable throwing to them. When Cup comes back, which people are assuming is going to be this week. I'm not 100% sure if he's going to play or
2: not. It sounds like it will.
0: But I'm not 100% sure. Even if he does come back, Puka moves to the second slot, but he's still producing. Because you know teams are going to say, okay, well, we need to stop Cup. They're not thinking we need to stop Puka. They're going to be thinking, okay, he just got his triple crown wide receiver back. Let's double, triple cover, find a way to box that guy in. And then Puka is on one-on-one coverage, and um, from everything I hear, his success is largely based on him being a sponge of uh, of all the things that Cooper Cup's tell him in a training camp, and saying, "Okay, this is what Stafford likes you to do. This is what it, you. This is how you get open on these routes." And blah 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 blah. And from what I understand, he's just been <laughs> taking, basically taking notes on uh, Cooper Cup's game. So now you have two Cooper Cups for the Rams. Now you have to kind of pick and choose which one you want to double triple cover because you can't do it to both
2: of them. Well, I, I think we all know. I know it's Cubs pretty Cubs obvious he's hard. not. He's it's pretty obvious once cup there he's mm-hmm. not going to put up the numbers that he had been putting up. And obviously, you know my team. I have Alexander Madison's as my RB two. I'd rather have Josh Jacobs, and I have Chris Olav and Devontae Adams and Michael Pittman wide receiver. So I was already loaded at wide receiver. Didn't really need it. You know he's kind of just a bonus for me. I got off waivers, so okay. I'm four now. I I'm sure it's going to hurt a bit, but I think in the long run it will pay off. We'll okay. See. Well, well, I mean, hey,
0: happen. listen, you're making a play for late season, and I appreciate
2: that. Yeah. Exactly.
0: I'm am a guy who was one in four two years ago with Christian McCaffrey, <laughs> <laughs> and I traded him away after week. Uh, it's either one in three or one in four, and I traded him away after week three or, or four or five. Um, and ended up making the playoffs. I wasn't a good team, but I made the playoffs. So I understand trading a valuable guy or a guy that's scoring a lot of points for you to get some either depth or to fill a spot that you need more than a wide receiver.
2: And, you know, like, he's playing amazing, but I think we could all agree once Cup comes back, I don't think we're going to see the same numbers. He made, He's he, I still going to be very I think
0: he'll he's still gonna consistently be, varied, yeah. be, like, 15, 16 points, but I yeah, he's I just not going to put up, like, 40. Exactly.
1: Sadly... Sadly, I I don't agree fully. I think it's going to be one A and one B with Cup and Nukua when Stafford comes back. He's already found that. He's already comfortable with it in week four. Cup is way more explosive, everybody knows that yards after the catch. Cup is going to get his, but I honestly don't expect Puka to slow down.
2: I think you just I think see much anything is going to because I traded him to your father, so you're. Agreeing no, because I, I tried to get
1: him from you, brother. I would have said the same thing. You if sent I got me Jerry
2: Judy for him. <laughs> Shut up. Listen, man, I don't like right. trading
1: in fantasy football, but whatever.
2: All right. We got here's another pretty boring game. We had the Bengals and Titans. Bengals
0: Joe Burrow. and Titans. Um, I'm going to be honest. My uh, quarterback list is going to come out tomorrow. Joe Burrow is not in the top 10.
2: Uh, so.
0: I don't care if he's hurt. Uh, he might drop out of the top 15. I'm not 100% done with the list. But, I mean, I don't care if he's hurt, okay? I watched Tiger Woods win a U.S. Open on one leg.
2: <laughs> okay. He's horrible, man. I mean, he just, look at this guy's stats. It's awful. 57% completion, 728 yards, two touchdowns, two picks. He's 29th in QBR. He's thrown, like, five yards in attempt max.
0: It's just not good. Like,
1: what are we doing? Like
2: this time. So what do you think the solution
1: is? What is the solution? We know he sucks. We know he's hurt. What's the solution? Should he sit out five weeks? Should he shut him down the whole season?
2: The season's lost if they sit him out. They're lost with him playing. That's the. I think the season's. You don't think they could win without him? Who's their quarterback? Too is it AJ McCarron?
1: No. No, you can't. You can't play AJ McCarron in twenty twenty three. It's about to be twenty twenty four. You can't play AJ McCarron anymore.
2: Or Jake Browning. Those are their two options. I don't think yeah. this. they're going to win with either of them. It sucks. There's not
1: like, I mean, Mixon had an okay game, but like you can't lean on Mixon for like four quarters if your quarterback's out. Carson I Wentz think, is yeah, available. Like,
2: Carson, Carson Wentz, Wentz is leave. available. He could float this team a few weeks to get Burrow healthy. I don't know. Um, I think I that's Tant- the solution. Tannehill the continues. Team. Jekyll and Hyde season. Sometimes looking like the worst quarterback in the NFL. Played well against the Bengals. Who knows which we'll see next week. This is just a weird Titans team. They look good My one week. Yeah, they're very... Oh,
1: Derrick Henry throw a touchdown again.
2: Yeah, this is his best game of the year.
0: Yeah, and it's not even particularly close. <laughs>
2: yeah. I know. that They're they're a very weird team in the AFC South.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of a uh, a weird team. Uh, moving on to the next game. How about the Browns and how they looked without Deshaun Watson and Nick Chubb? Probably exactly how you think the Browns would look without their starting quarterback and starting Nick Chubb, starting running he, back. Me and
2: Zach hyped up DTR a lot, and obviously he's not ready. For he's the got NFL. a long way to go. I'll tell you, dude, these preseason quarterbacks will have you fooled.
1: Ryan Griffin looks like an NFL legend in the NFL preseason, but – you know, nobody knows who Ryan Griffin is, but
2: yeah, yeah this, I mean, this
1: game all was the exactly run. what you thought it was going to be.
2: Look, that was the best Lamar looks all season. The Ravens, honestly, running he with the, the This
1: is how he looks every week.
2: No, this was the best Lamar see. look all year against a very good Browns defense.
1: Yeah. Uh I mean, don't look he's now, good. but he's got he's got eight <laughs> touchdowns and one interception. So I mean, he's he had, he's
2: been doing he this. Had, he had four of them to, this week. He's been doing this half his touchdowns, Kimias. Yes, and he's week. got
0: like five fumbles on the year, too. So, like.
1: He actually has nine. nine. No, he has eight. His eight three touchdowns of them have been lost,
0: thankfully. He's fumbled the ball eight times.
1: I think so, but he's only lost three
2: of them. <laughs> I don't know. Ravens looking good, though. I mean, if they, they should have won last week, so they could be 4 0 at this point. And the offense against that Browns defense, they played fine without
1: – I mean, OBJ wasn't there. Bateman was out. You know, they had uh, Zay Flowers and Mark Andrews. But, I mean, besides that, their RB1's out, their wide receiver one, wide receiver two. Zay
0: Flowers, they I, this like, I like Zay Flowers. I think he's a good guy. Me too.
2: I like him a lot. Uh, speaking of the AFC North, what about the other AFC North team getting absolutely destroyed by the Texans? Texans beating the Steelers 30-6. to Penny Piggott sucks, man. Yeah, man.
1: Ugh. What is there to like about the Steelers team at this point? Like, T.J. Watt, what else? T.J. Watt. Like, th- a 30-burger by the Houston Texans? Come on, bro.
0: How many turnovers did the uh, Houston force, though?
2: Maybe one or two? No, Piggott threw a pick. He threw one pick. One. Yeah, just one pick. They had two fumbles. We actually but... got to
1: see a little bit of Mitch Trubisky at the end of the game. How'd you guys
2: enjoy he, that? He might be starting uh, this week, actually. I don't hate that. I don't hate that at all. Give it to Mitch. Don't act like, he has the keys. I think the real uh, story of this game is how good C.J. Stroud has looked.
0: Yeah, he's looked incredible. I mean, he's... I said it before the draft. I think he's he is he's got the most. He's the most polished passer out of this draft class. Um, I don't think it's particularly close. I think Bryce Young is a decent leader, and he's got an okay arm. But I don't think he's... He's near, accurate. I don't think he's near as polished a passer as uh, as uh, CJ Stroud. Obviously, Anthony Richardson's probably got more arm talent than both those guys. But it's about <laughs> being able to, to polish that up and, and throw accurate passes on a consistent basis.
1: And uh, with C.J. Stroud's success, he's really done something for Nico Collins, too. Yeah, Somebody who, four or five weeks ago, you said, who? Nico Collins? He's got over 400 yards and three touchdowns already, and, yeah, he's you know, playing it's been well. four weeks. He's yeah. playing well with he's a good quarterback under
2: center. Don't forget, don't forget Tank Dell, too. He's at a good start. Yeah, Tank
0: Dell, I've, I've been impressed with this production. Didn't have a great game last week in terms of production, but... Mm-hmm.
2: And Robert Woods is kind of, you know, he's not the number one option, but he's had decent few games also. I mean, yeah. for a receiving core that wasn't supposed to be good, they've done pretty well early on. Yeah. All right. So we so we had to the snoo was supposed to be the battle for the worst, Broncos and Bears, which actually turned out to be a decent game.
0: It's a decent right. game because both teams sucked, okay? That's they funny. both suck. They both suck. Just because you have a bad offense, play a bad defense, yeah, they're going to put up points. By the way, if I was a Bears fan right now, you know how, Trevor, you said last week, uh, if I was a Broncos fan, I wouldn't even get excited on Sundays. If I was a Bears yeah. fan, I would I would, actively, actively, like, stay in bed longer on Sundays. No,
1: actually, I, this Sunday, I don't know who the Bears are playing, but I think there's a WNBA Finals game on this yeah. Sunday. So Bears, the, playing the Bears, Bears, fans, Bears are now. on Thursday night
2: football, unfortunately. So we have to watch the oh, Bears. That's on the good.
1: Yeah, there's a game on Thursday night too. In WNBA finals game.
2: I just want to say these were two hated on quarterbacks, and yes, they're against a bad team, but Russell Wilson has played like old Russ this year. He's looked better. Though his team has sucked. And Justin Fields, for all the hate he's gotten, played probably the best game of his career. He looked as a passer, he looked great in that game. He did obviously he had a couple mistakes at the end, but a really an insanely good first half.
0: Yeah, I mean I it's always going to be tough for me to say, like, wow, this quarterback looked great against a team that allowed the most yeah. points since 1943. Obviously. <laughs> shot time. But,
2: ooh. But for, you know, how bad he looked first few weeks, at least he's shown he still has potential there.
0: By the way, if anyone wants to know what shot I took, it's a pumpkin pie shot, and that is... Two parts pumpkin spice moonshine, one part fireball.
2: That
0: sounds good. It's really good, dude. It tastes like pumpkin pie. It's really good. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, I I obviously Fields had his best game. But against the Broncos, I feel like every quarterback is having their best game, which is kind of shocking considering that this has been kind of the Broncos' calling card over the last couple years is that Well, we look bad offensively, but at least we got a good defense. And now, finally, Russell Wilson has put together a couple solid games, and their defense looks like – I mean, it looks like you got 11 Eli Apples out there. Everyone's burnt toast.
2: Good one. All right, probably the biggest game of the week, which wasn't even that close, Bills and Dolphins. Bills and Dolphins, yeah.
0: Um. So I'm going to go ahead and and let you guys in on a secret. The NFL has a new daddy, and that daddy is Josh Allen. He has dethroned Patrick Mahomes on my quarterback list. Ooh. Um, He is now the new number one quarterback in the
2: NFL on my list. Um, Because
1: of these four weeks?
2: Yeah. I think
1: Josh Allen
2: has shown in the past he can't beat the Jets, and he dominates the Dolphins. So it's kind of, you know, Jekyll and Hyde guy again. We need, like, you really need, uh like,
1: I know He's I so- like it has to come to this as somebody that, like, wants to see the Dolphins do well and, like, thinks that the Dolphins will do well. But, like, Jalen Ramsey has to come back, and he, like, really has to make a difference. Their because defense sucks. Bradley Chubb is a fraud. Uh, <laughs> Javon Holland is a fraud. They got, okay, <laughs> what's this guy's name? An undrafted free agent. <laughs> Kohu guarding all worlds. Stephon Diggs. I didn't want to watch this Tater game after Kogu. like, yeah, I didn't want to watch this game. And like after midway through the second half, Josh Allen was unstoppable. Stephon Diggs was always open. They used like five different running backs, and they all worked. Like the the Bills were untouchable this
2: game. And it wasn't two. Tua, two was play. Two didn't play great in this game. But he was fine. Two wasn't yeah. the issue in this game. So For one thing. Tua.
0: One thing I want to say is. This is the first time I've seen all season where the defensive secondary has affected the timing of Tua getting the ball out quickly. Um, so I think it's going to be interesting to see how defenses plan for the Miami Dolphins going forward. Because, I mean, the Bills' game plan against this offense, it, it worked. And it worked and- really well.
2: And this is the Dolphins team. There's a tough schedule coming up. They have the Eagles in two weeks and the Chiefs two weeks after that. So they get some big games. uh they'll beat the Chiefs. Let's see. But honestly. Go on them. Yes, the Bills are now the head of the AFC East and they killed the Dolphins, but I think this was a loss for them. As I don't know if you heard, but Tradavius White, their number one corner, is out for the season. And that's yeah. gonna hurt them in the long run. Yeah. Especially yeah. against a team like the Dolphins.
0: Yeah. For sure. Um, but, I mean, it's a uh, – I think that the defensive – the scheme more than anything is what got them the win because of the first time all year we've really seen Tua under pressure because he couldn't get the ball out quick because it there, was, there wasn't anybody open
2: early. I'm pretty sure it was actually uh, DeMar Hamlin coming back and inspiring the team, leading them to victory in his first game back. Probably Definitely. what happened. all right trevor i don't even know if you're a fan of them anymore but bucks had another huge win baker mayfield three and one a starter what are your what are your thoughts on the bucks right now even as like
1: i've been a much more prideful and arrogant and passionate and all of those words combined bucks fan in my life but it just, it always feels good. No matter how far I stray, it will always feel good when the Bucks beat the Saints. Because the Saints <laughs> talk so much shit, they got a better <laughs> roster pretty every year, and they just find a way to fuck it up. Derek Carr probably shouldn't have played, but I mean, the Bucks took care of business. Baker did his thing. If you would have told me Baker would be throwing the ball 32 times and completing it was it 25, 26 times? That's a damn near miracle for me. I thought he was going to be a game manager against a very good defense. We saw Kamara's first game back. He was good, not great. Um, did a little bit on the ground, a what little bit he through ha- the I, air.
0: Didn't he have 11 catches for 33 yards?
1: 13. 13, 13. catches for 33 Trevor told
2: me to bench him in my PPR league. That sucks because you. Yeah. I told you to start him. Told me, No, you told me to start him in my standard league which he didn't get anything, but you told me to bench him in my PBR league. No, that's I. That's not what I said. I said the other one. Yesterday. Way. No. But Baker's balling. Seven touchdowns, two yeah, picks. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I,
0: Baker is absolutely imp- impressed early on this year. Uh-huh. He's looked like a quarterback that can get this Bucks team to a conference title or to a division know. title, division title. Is he, a,
2: is he on a one-year deal? It's either one think or so, two. Yeah. Yeah. But at this point, I mean, if he's playing like this, you got to think about bringing him back next year.
0: Yeah, I agree.
2: I just
1: – I think the only thing that would, like, stop this is if he gets a little too greedy or a little too, like, you know, a little too much air in the head, potentially. I mean, he's doing fine right now. He's just a little under 70%, seven touchdowns, two picks. That rating's over 100. But, like, he's just been doing his job. He's been – dropping back, hitting the open guy, handing the ball off, like not trying to do too much. And that's kind of where we've seen Baker kind of, you know, fizz over the top in the past where he's tried to do too much. And I have a if question. I'm going to get real invested in this Buck team, I don't want to see that.
0: I have a question, Trevor. Because yeah. at one point, me and you and like three other people were the only people riding the Baker Mayfield train. Yes. Are you back on it?
1: I'm, I'm on it, but every time I get back on a train, like a Baker Mayfield train, I put my seatbelt on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's fair. That's cool. It's not
1: like I'm expecting a train wreck. I just know that it's always a possibility. I got gotcha. you. So I'm, uh, I'm on the train, of course, but I got my seatbelt on.
0: Yeah, I'm on the train.
2: All right, on let's sit on, on the Sam Howell train. Our last of the 1 p.m. games. Sam Howell played a great game. I was... It was so close to beating those damn Eagles. I don't know, me and Trevor at a bar, and for some reason Tampa just has an insane amount of Eagles fans, and they're so annoying. Yeah. Um, Eagles, pulling yeah. out in overtime, what do we think of this game, boys?
1: I think the Eagles had their first bad, I won't even say defensive game, but like two and a half quarters. There was a lot of space in the secondary, which a lot of, I mean, it's the Eagles. They're a dominant team. A lot of quarterbacks just want to go in there, don't turn the ball over, and get out. But, you know, uh, not with the Sam gunslinger Howell
0: like Sam Howe.
1: Yeah, he went in there after throwing four picks last week and he lit up that secondary. Um, he, he did his thing. And honestly, I'll take him over guys like Ritter, Pickett, maybe even Justin Fields with the way that, you know, he bounced back and kind of did that. But back to the Eagles, man, I, Devonta Smith's had some crazy catches. I really love that offense. The offense was nearly perfect. Carrie, those Jalen Hurts deep balls were hitting, buddy. I know that had to hurt for you,
2: throwing it these was, completion studies 60 yards. That was the best Jalen Hurts looked all season. Yeah. That's the Jalen Hurts looks like top five quarterback. And honestly, if Jalen Hurts for the past three weeks had, play, had shown up in that game, they would have lost. But thankfully for the Eagles, A.J. Brown, Jalen Hurts decided to play, and they won that game. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I think Sam Did Howell. Do you guys think Sam Howell or Justin Fields? Sam Howell.
2: Easily Sam Howell. Whoa. And uh, – the biggest issue of this Commanders team is again that O line. Sam Howell, especially in that game last week, Sam Howell does not have a lot of time. and keeps getting sacked. Well, which... that's
0: and so that's why I, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Sam Howell is the future of the Commanders.
2: I went to <laughs> yeah, but I like him there, and I I could see it. If I think he's keep, not scared, If they
0: can keep a decent core of wide receivers and improve that O line. I mean, that's a that's an offense that could be feared.
2: And he definitely has an attitude to him. like Yeah, he's got that so moxie. Like, yeah. But I don't hate this Washington team as, you know, a playoff, a wild card team. They have a very easy schedule coming up. They got the Bears um, this Thursday. Um, they, then they have the Falcons, Giants. So, I mean, this is a team that very well could be, you know, 5-2 and two in a couple weeks. Yeah. All right, on to the 4 p.m. games. Let's start out with the disaster of this New England Patriots, 38-3 lost. loss. Here, loss on that. Matthew Judon's out for at least two months, possibly the season. Christian Gonzalez also went down. Mac Jones is awful. This season is over. I, I The tank is on. I want a quarterback. That's all I'm going to say. Cowboys' defense looked great. Dak, once again, did literally just game manage the whole way. But this Patriots' season is over. I do not want to see them win a game the rest of the year. I want a quarterback. I am sick of Mac Jones. Yes, he doesn't have weapons, but come on. Enough's enough. This guy is not You think of-
1: just game managed against the, against that defense, 82%? He did his thing. It's been four games, and he's thrown one interception. I'm cashing in on whatever that bet was.
2: 260 yards, a touchdown. If that was Herbert, you'd be like, oh, check down manager. Uh, we'll get there when we get David's there. David's carried him. 38-3,
1: oh. though. Yeah. I have to he was carried
2: by his defense. What do you, They had two defensive touchdowns in that game. How, Dak was fine again. He's not been – I'm not out,
1: out here saying he should he's win MVP. I'm just saying he was good. He's he, a, uh, everybody we heard game all, all off.
2: He's, gonna he's game 20 manager. Girl. One. Because they don't let him throw. They, they don't let him won. throw. He threw the ball 34 times. He just manages the game the whole time. By doing
1: what? Sitting there with his thumb up his ass? He threw the, threw the ball four, 34 times. <laughs> oh, man. He threw the ball what? 34 times. What do you mean they don't let him throw? For Wait, he threw the ball yards?
0: 34 times and only had 200 and 200. something yards? That's Justin
1: okay. Herbert.
2: Justin Herbert is worse than
0: that. <clears throat> Let's, talk about
2: Let's talk about it. Matt Jones about is it. the bottom five quarterback.
0: He did not look good. Um, I don't think Mac Jones is an awful quarterback. I think the Patriots' offense lacks any kind of, and this is going to be kind of a weird word, but I, it has no pizzazz. It's
2: fair. They have it's, no run. Game. The run game sucks this year. The line sucks. The receivers aren't good. Yeah, I mean, it's not all. It's not all on Mac, but whatever. Yeah i think in a
0: different in a different system like if he if he was playing for san francisco i feel like he'd be playing well
2: yeah definitely all right trevor what were your thoughts on justin herbert this week i think he'd be um i mean i don't i've heard
1: a lot about that injury like obviously like i want to know about like what guys injuries are i've heard that it was like I don't know, I've heard some people say he's such a warrior for playing through it, and then I've heard some people say it was just, like, a ingrown nail and, like, a big rip on his finger. Like, I don't – it was on his unthrowing hand. I mean, like, he didn't do anything. Like, nobody's going to – I mean, please, guys, don't say that Justin Herbert was, like, amazing this week.
2: Like, please don't do it to me. I mean, but – He did enough to win. He uh, rushed – When is Justin Herbert rushed 12 times in the game? Ever. Okay,
1: twelve rushes for twenty seven yards. What do what are, what should we do with that information? Two tutties.
2: The fact that yeah, he attempted good. twelve times, he couldn't throw Herbert was not playing healthy and he You know he locked okay. down with
1: that. that. Yeah,
2: he only the lowest yardage game of Herbert's career. He wasn't healthy, he didn't he didn't He didn't do much. He did enough for them to get – enough to get the win, and that was about it.
1: And he had, like, a 40-yarder. But I wouldn't credit this win to, I mean, Justin Herbert. I mean, he played injured. He played fine, sure. But, like, as bad as their defense was week one, they really turned it around since then. They played well the past three weeks, and they won them both of their games the last
2: two weeks. So, props to them. Six sacks for Khalil Mack. What is this, 2015? I saw that, and I thought it was fake. I thought it (laughs) was – Yeah, that was – Yeah,
0: that's – yeah, and for all now, he tied Josh Allen for sacks this year,
2: and for all the you know AOC hype and that what? he was going to start hard over Jimmy.
0: Oh, you okay. not hear all yeah, AOC. The first time the I heard
2: that too, I was very confused. AOC, yeah.
0: I was thinking the, the Congresswoman yeah. from New York. But sexy,
2: it, Jimmy's still the guy here. Um, but the Raiders season is going downhill. I Raiders fans seem to hate Josh oh. McDaniels. And Josh McDaniels does not seem to be a good fit there.
0: Uh Oh, I know we talked about the Bears, but uh, according to reports, Eberflus might be out if they lose this next week.
2: He should be. So Alright. Here's a pretty uh, not-that-exciting game. We the 49ers killing the Cardinals um, 35-16. Brock Purdy, one in completion. But, do you know what I want to say? All I have to say about this game, Josh Jobs was good again also, but yeah, man, what happened to yeah. – Christian, Christian McCaffrey is my pick for MVP in the NFL right now. For a Unfortunately, might be white boy he's going decade. to win Offensive Player of the Year and not MVP. Unfortunately, that's how it works, but if I had to choose an MVP right now, I'm picking Christian McCaffrey. He's the it. closest
1: thing we've seen to White Boy of the Decade since Michael Jackson bleached his skin, dude.
2: He has seven touchdowns and 600 yards in four games.
0: Yeah, it's. Nuts. How long
1: did Michael Jackson live with his bleached skin?
0: How was no it idea? close to
2: 10 years? Like five years?
0: He lived with it for a long time.
2: And Zach, uh, we're we're still no not any closer on Purdy after a one-incompletion game. He's now first in QBR, no interceptions, no losses, even the. Brock Purdy hater Ted H6 has started to accept that Purdy is the guy. Still the same place you were.
0: Hold on, hold on. I want to look up some stats real quick. I'm just curious. Oh god. But y'all, y'all keep talking.
2: All right, let's head to the other game while Zach looks it up. Chiefs Jets Sunday Night Football. Zach Wilson played a good game. That's probably the best Zach Wilson has ever looked. I I have a special hat
0: for this occasion. All right, we can continue.
2: Zach Wilson looked – yeah, he did a couple turnovers in the end. He outplayed Patrick Mahomes, and Patrick Mahomes does not look that good this year, honestly. Two two bad interceptions. He's You know, this Chiefs team doesn't look that great. Unfortunately, I was not able to make
1: this game. I won't comment on it, but shout-out to Pookie for looking good, man. 245, I hate that the fumble had to happen to him at the end. But shout-out to Pookie. I was passed out for the entirety of this game. I woke up at 1 o'clock in the morning, and I thought it was 6 p.m., and I didn't know where everyone went. I didn't know why it was dark outside. <laughs> but I got a lot of rest that night. So,
2: I had a very productive Monday. Zach, hmm? do you have any, any thoughts on this with your little hat on?
0: Okay, yeah. So... Listen, I'm not a big conspiracy guy, as you can tell. Neither is the football gnome, okay? But uh, we need to have a conversation about some questionable calls late in that game. Because... I agree. Okay, number one. I'm going to talk about an abs- just a missed call. Just a blatantly missed call. Third and 22, Patrick Mahomes uh, under pressure. Uh, is able to scramble for a first down, but oh wait, uh, his uh, offensive lineman is literally mugging uh, a defensive player on the play, actually just manhandling him, grabbing the jersey real bad. Uh, and uh, they 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 no no flag nothing. Patchman House picks up a first down late in the game when it would have been a, a punt probably. Uh, do you guys have anything you want to say about that?
2: I Honestly, did see the um I think we're talking about the same thing.
1: The hold on third and 22, like you yeah. definitely got to throw a penalty there. I saw Sauce kind of come defend himself, but like I do think like even though MVS threw his body into him and was kind of leading on him, you got to find he- a way to like kind of find your balance without like grabbing or without like pulling. It it definitely was a call, but I mean if you're not going to call that hold on third and 22, and only call that uh, hold on sauce. I don't
2: know. It's kind of so sus. It was about, sus. about the did sauce guys,
0: penalty. About the sauce you, penalty. Go ahead, Kerry. You're gonna say something.
2: Did you guys think that the Chiefs were already the Golden Boys with Mahomes there, and now that Taylor Swift is a Chiefs fan, Chiefs I NFL am like, so you,
0: glad you brought that yeah. up, Kerry.
2: I've did got my tin hat on. Wait. So does Nomi. No did, did we see the Instagram? Yes, we but did. NFL, yeah. Yes, we did. Yes, we did.
0: Okay, so me and Nomi got the tinfoil hats on today because we want to talk about a big conspiracy going on in the NFL It has to do with the NFL making more money off, the, off of the Chiefs doing well because Travis Kelsey is dating a famous pop star, uh, Taylor Swift, and it has brought a lot of new people to watch the games. Okay, Ratings for that game were out of control. However first a blown holding call on third and 22 just can't happen at that point in the game just cannot happen it's not like the official can't see it the guy's literally like this and the guy's got him he held just right there and the sauce penalty okay if you're going to call that a hold on the defense you would literally have to call that every single play of NFL football that they're in man coverage. Because that is literally what happens every single play. So it, it is amazing to me that we get these two blown calls, just blatantly horrible, one a no call, and then one just a complete bailout uh, for the Chiefs. We get those two calls. There's a lot of heat on the NFL and the and the and the referees in this game. And then the NFL's Twitter bio changes, or no, not Twitter, Instagram, Instagram. bio changes. Chiefs are now two and zero as Swifties. I don't want to say they're it. playing favorites.
2: I'm sick of seeing it,
0: but I think they're playing favorites. I'm about to get a board out behind me, get the string, the red string, that... and start putting it on different things, man. This I is mean, I crazy. Seen
2: any... Have you seen how plays have gone up in, in the Swift games? Yeah. How many views have you been getting? Yeah, how they've been going follow- crazy. How many followers NFL has got? How many jerseys Kelsey has sold? It's, they're ranking in the money.
0: Yep. And for that reason.
2: And I think they know once that breakup happens, then there's going to be a song about it, and they're going to lose all these viewers again. Yep. It depends on how they break up, though. Nope, it does Travis not Kelsey, at all depend on how they break up. I will put money. Travis Kelsey will cheat on her with a black girl.
1: But what if she doesn't find out? That I don't know. Dude, can we make that a quote and put it on Twitter? I will bet money that Travis Kelsey's gonna cheat
2: with a black girl. I might have to cut that girl. out of the
0: podcast. I'm okay with wearing a tin foil hat
2: and bringing Nomi out, but I don't about, know if I'm okay nah. with that. How about I bet that Travis Kelsey will cheat on Taylor Swift at some point, and then that's where we will break up. Just right. no racial implications? Just yeah. Cheating, you know? good. That's more French. Is frantic. it going to be with a girl, though? though? It's going to be a girl, yeah. I think he's straight, maybe. Okay. You never really All know
1: right. these football players.
2: Let's wrap up our last game. It was a disaster last night. Giants, I think, get 11 sacks. I just want to say, yes, Daniel Jones sucks. The Giants offensive line has been awful since Eli Manning was there. How do they still not fix this years later?
0: It's because when they draft a guy like Evan Neal, he sucks. True. Evan Neal is awful. Did Evan you see that? Did you see him in the, that one play in pass protection? Just I absolutely with
2: like I felt so bad for Daniel Jones. Yes, he sucked. That man had a second and he was getting hammered, and then he he ran ten times. That man. I wish honestly though,
0: honestly though, I wish that was my life.
2: He needs to go to a massage therapist right now because that man. Give me a second,
0: and I get to get hammered, bro. It
2: was it was getting funny last night because I had the Seahawks defense. It was just like snaps the ball down, (laughs) snaps the (laughs) ball down.
0: Yeah, the problem with the Giants is not Daniel Jones. Uh, The problem with the Giants is, like we talked about with – Kerry brought it up earlier. If you don't control the line of scrimmage, you're not going to win football games. If your offensive line is terrible, if your defensive line can't put pressure on the opposing quarterback, you're not going to win football games in 2023. And I think you're seeing it this year more than ever. Teams with good offensive lines are winning games. Teams with bad offensive lines are losing games. Unless, of course, one of the players is dating Taylor Swift, in which case <laughs> you can hold, commit penalties, and get calls bailing you out late in games like the Chiefs have gotten for the last four freaking years.
2: Anyway. My my last thing to say before hitting hit in rapid fire, Devin Witherspoon was so fun to watch last night. He played great. Yes. I
1: think his uh... – defensive rookie of the year odds went from like a thousand to like 150 or something he might be the new favorite
2: he was fun to watch all right rapid fire let's do it rapid this time no thinking just rapid thoughts right boys all right all right start one bench one cut one philip rivers matt ryan matt stafford i'm starting rivers benching stafford cutting ryan
1: I'm uh, going to cut my Ryan, too. I'll bench Rivers, and I'll start Stafford.
0: I'm going to start Stafford, bench Ryan, cut Rivers.
2: All right. Describe OBJ in one word, washed. Old. Hands. Is CMC the best running back in the NFL? Yes. Yeah. Uh,
1: It's either him or DeAndre Swift. I'll say him.
2: If both these quarterbacks were in the same draft, who do you want your, your team to pick? Tim Tebow or Daniel Jones? Easily Tebow.
1: I don't know. Tebow cuz I like him. Honestly, Tebow was my childhood. So.
0: Yeah, that, that was your childhood. I I'd take Jones.
2: Name a worse NFL franchise than the Chicago Bears, the Cleveland Browns?
1: I guess it is the Browns, yeah.
0: Yeah. Probably the Browns or the Lions. Although the Lions are trending in the right direction.
2: The Texans.
0: Texans, yeah, but they're also trending in the right
2: direction. All right. Who is the most disappointing quarterback in the NFL so far this season?
0: Oh, it's got to be without a doubt Joe Burrow. And I saw people saying, he's hurt. You can't take him off the list. He's hurt. Okay. I don't, again, I don't care that he's hurt. To say that his play has not been disappointing and more disappointing than Regardless, every other quarterback yeah. pictured would be just absolute blasphemous. Absolute blasphemy. It's Joe Burrow. He's been the most disappointing quarterback. He hasn't been can the pick, he, he hasn't can been the pick worst quarterback, but he's been the most disappointing. Kenny Pickett had some expectations, but Joe Burrow is Joe Burrow.
2: I'd agree. Pickett and Fields are my uh B and C choices. I know I Fields are going to suck. Piggott was supposed to take a
1: a step forward, and he took three steps back. I'll say say Piggott.
2: All right, true or false? Josh Allen is better than Tua. Easily true. Yeah, true.
1: He's better at some things, yeah.
2: Who's the worst starting quarterback in the NFL right now is easily Desmond Ritter.
0: The worst starting quarterback in the NFL? Carrie's not going to like this. No. Right now I? I can't do that.
1: I'll say Ritter, too, but Mac Jones has looked like shit the past two weeks.
0: Mac Jones is up there.
2: I put Desmond Ritter twice, and this had 2.5 million views. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the no, rap is
0: the worst. Sorry, Tannehill. Uh, Tannehill. It's Tannehill.
2: Interesting. Will Desmond Ritter be, Ritter be the Falcons quarterback next season? I'm saying no. Back up. I'll say no, too.
1: The, they should have got Lamar in the offseason when they could have.
0: Sorry, I'm you knew the shot here, but my fiancé is trying to poison me, so. Oh,
2: nice. That's life. He it's missed bad. the question, sadly. Trigger yeah, was- this fan base once, in one sentence. The Miami Dolphins win a playoff game this century.
0: Is it fun calling Josh Allen your daddy?
2: Yes. Trevor?
1: They hate us because they ain't us. They hate us because we ain't
2: us. True or false, the Ravens have the best safety, kicker, and middle linebacker of all time. Ed Reed, Justin Tucker, Ray Lewis. Uh,
0: so was, it's.
2: Best safety, kicker, and middle linebacker. Sure, who's, man.
0: Who's the best kick?
2: <sighs> I put Vinatieri over Tucker still. So, false. If you're saying best, it's Tucker.
1: But if you're saying greatest, it's Vinatieri.
0: <coughs> it's uh, yeah. I'm gonna say true.
2: All right. Would you want Caleb Williams as your favorite NFL team's quarterback next season? Absolutely. Yeah, man. Not. Yeah, I would. No. Which player is more dominant at their position, Deion Sanders or Jerry Rice? Deion's position was like football player, so. Deion is unquestioned the best cornerback. Jerry Rice is still arguable the best. Is he season.
0: unquestionably the best cornerback?
2: Yes. Not by you. You're the only one that says not.
0: I, I'm just saying I'll unquestionably is kind you're of the wild.
2: Only, you're the only person I've ever met that says no.
0: Unquestionably is kind of wild. That's all I'm saying. Wow.
2: Jerry Rice's son looked good, though, on uh, Saturday. Yeah. All right, name a former USC football player, Matt Leiner.
1: My baby, Sam Darnold.
2: Reggie Bush. Name a better wide receiver than Randy Moss all time, Jerry Rice.
0: Oh, by the way, sorry about that, Trevor.
2: What? Ah, fuck that. <laughs> uh, all right, should, should Tony Romo be in the Hall of Fame? No. This is a joke. question. Wait, what was your
1: question before this?
2: I already win it. It's Which NFL team is in the worst shape for the next five years? It is the Denver Broncos.
1: Yes.
0: Either the Denver Broncos or the Los Angeles Rams.
2: Or the Raiders. That's true, true. or false. Two is a top five quarterback. True. false. Fuck you. I'm gonna say
0: right I think now. It had true. It, no, I'm gonna fired. see how he responds to adversity.
2: He's five or six for me, so it's close. Is Jordan Love the Packers quarterback of the future? It's too early to tell for me.
0: No. The answer's no. Uh, I
2: don't the know. Hard. Quarterback hard of hard. the
0: future. Quarterback of the future implies that he's gonna be like the guy. Like he's gonna be the guy that, you know, all the way back since from before Brett Favre they've had a string he's played- of great quarterbacks. And you're saying games. that he's going to be the next great quarterback. He's
2: played I don't... five games.
0: I know, I've seen nothing impressive.
2: Him. This is rookie year. People are way too quick in quarterbacks nowadays. All right.
0: I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying, like, typically with quarterbacks, you can see, like, a spark of something to be like, <clears> I can <throat> see this guy playing well. Like, honestly, I'd rather have Drew Locke than Jordan Love. Wow.
2: All right, last question. Who's your favorite Detroit Lions player of all time?
0: My favorite Detroit Lion is Barry Sanders.
1: Do I have a favorite Detroit Lions player of all Brandon Pettigrew.
2: Jared Goff, my baby. All right, that's it for Rapid Fire. If you want to see all these questions, follow us on Twitter at Beerly Football and Instagram at Will as well at Beerly Football and see them before we talk about them on the show.
0: Anything else you guys want to plug before we sign it off for this episode?
1: Yeah, man. And the off chance that anyone is still listening, and then the off, off chance that that person is also a hockey fan, and then the off, off, off chance that they don't know about the Beerly Hockey Podcast, definitely go check out the Beerly Hockey Podcast and at Beerly Hockey on Twitter for some daily discussions and some very good hockey discourse over beers. Those guys are very knowledgeable and do a very good job over there. Shout out to Beerly Hockey. I'm Beerly really Trev Scott. That's all I got.
2: Follow me on Twitter, Beerly Carry. I will slander Mac Jones every second of every day of my life. Don't you worry about it.
0: Guys, I don't know what else I can tell you. If you haven't followed at Zack on Twitter or X, I don't know what you're doing. It's fun knowing everything before it happens. Why don't you join in on the fun? Follow me. At Beerly Zach, Zach Shradamus on Twitter, or X, and you know, figure out everything before it's gonna happen. It's fun. It's a good time. Also, on the off chance that you're a golf fan, we also have a podcast. Uh, Beerly has just introduced Beerly Out of Bounds, the Beerly Golf Podcast. So uh, make sure you check that out. We did some Ryder Cup coverage. And again, guys, I can't stress this enough. When Vegas was picking USA to win 16-14, to 14, guess who picked Europe? Guess who picked Europe? It was Zach Stradamus. So make sure you go check that out. It's barely open on the Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Play. But if you want to keep getting these episodes of Beerly Football, make sure you follow us on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, Google Play, anywhere you can find this. an excellent show. Make sure you follow us and you can check us out everywhere the NFL season. We'll keep bringing you guys more content. Thank you everyone for watching or listening to this episode and we will see you guys next week.